Welcome back to Seen and Heard. As an industry, there's been a lot of work put into a producer price support proposal over the past month. As you'll remember from last week's bonus episode, we were joined by Annie Akmudi, Western United Dairy's economist, to talk about the ins and outs of that proposal. Since this past Friday, the USDA made their highly anticipated announcement about how the funds will be allocated to help the nation's farmers in the face of the current COVID-19 crisis. Um, We've asked Annie to rejoin us this afternoon for another bonus episode. So we're just going to go through a few questions. Welcome and thanks for joining us, Annie. Happy to be here. So Annie, um, as we said, USDA finally announced on Friday that dairy will get about $2.9 billion as part of the coronavirus aid package. That's a big amount of money. Can you share with our listeners exactly how it will be distributed? Yes, and there's been a lot of questions surrounding this. Um, So it is a big amount of money, but I I think the overall feeling is that it does fall short of what we are hoping for. The assistance will come as direct payments. Uh, So that part is pretty simple, but it's going to be determined uh, using two calculations. The first one, producers will be compensated for 85% of price losses that occurred between January 1 to April 15, 2020. And the second part of the payment will cover 30% of expected losses from April 15 through the next two quarters. So on its own, this seems like this could potentially bring in large payments, uh, but the details in, you know, how those losses are calculated, they're not out yet. And so it makes it a little bit difficult to estimate exactly, you know, what individual payments uh, to dairies will be. But even without knowing the details of formula, it makes it difficult to be very optimistic, uh, especially because, you know, we look at the price declines that occurred in March. There's some loss there, uh, but the lowest prices for the year are likely coming in April, May and June, which is when the payments will cover only 30 percent of the losses instead of the 85 percent for the first part of the year when things were going much better. And the biggest issue really is that the payment limit is 125000 per commodity with an overall limit of 250000 per individual or entity. Ooh, interesting and kind of disappointing, Annie. Um, can you highlight exactly what those numbers mean or look like for an average California dairy family? Yeah, if we take an average California dairy of, you know, 1,200 cows producing an average 2,000 pounds a month per cow, the maximum payment for a three-month period would be $1.74 per hundred weight. Now, back in February, the almond price forecast was in the $17 range for April and May, and now we're looking in the $13 range, maybe even lower for May. And so those direct payments, while they're helpful, they're really not going to come close to making up for, you know, all the dairy farmers losses. And this, the gap could even get bigger as milk production, you know, is peaking seasonally right now. And if the stay at home orders are extended longer by some U.S. governors, that could also uh, prolong the pain. Yeah, that certainly falls short of what our producers were hoping for. Um, it seems this could be problematic in the long run, um, but in addition to the direct payments, uh, the jointly supported proposal offered some ideas for product purchasing. Is there any good news on the horizon in that front, um, which might help move dairy products to those in need and, and get them, you know, get the market rolling a little bit? Yeah, so that part is uh, very positive. There's, so there's money, um, you know, additionally, USDA will allocate another $3 billion in mass purchases of dairy, meat, and produce. And all that food will be distributed through food banks. And so USDA plans to roll that $3 billion plan out um, as $100 uh, $100 million monthly food purchases. And they're going to have a system of a pre-approved box of food for distribution at food banks and other outlets. And so the logistics of that I think are going to be a little bit tricky for USDA, but that's their plan. And, you know, moving more product right now um, would be really helpful to, to close the supply and demand uh, gap that we have currently. 
Yeah, that that certainly um, with that purchasing improves the outcome for both dairymen and, you know, those Americans that are having to access food banks more frequently right now. So, Annie, when can producers, um, do we know, can they, when can they expect the programs to start taking effect and helping the situations they're facing on farm? Yeah, there's no official date, but USDA did say that they're going to do all they can to implement this as fast as possible. Uh, Secretary Purdue on Friday said he expects the sign-up process should begin in May with payments you know, headed to farmers by late May, maybe early June. So we haven't seen details on where or how to apply yet, but we'll provide you know an update as soon as we hear. Great. That's, um, that's some good information, Annie. Is there anything else um, you could give our producers as far as information or anything else you think they should know right now? Yeah, I think Western United Dairies and likely other groups will, will be mobilizing to make a strong case why there should be a second round of payments or, you know, hopefully have additional money um, come later this summer as the, the crisis continues uh, to paralyze supply chains and really deteriorate demand. There's And there's still a lot of questions to be answered as well. And so we understand that producers want to know. Uh, so as soon as we you know find answers, we'll keep you updated as soon as possible. But we're really going to be working on finding out, you know, can feed be addressed as a second commodity? Uh, what specific formula will USDA use to calculate the loss? Or uh, where should dairy sign up? You know, all the little logistical um, things. And so we'll, we're going to work on that and provide an update as soon as we can. Well, great. Thanks so much, Annie, for joining us. And of course, um, to our listeners, we'll definitely be updating this on the podcast in our newsletters via email as more details become available. But we really appreciate your time today, Annie. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye. Special thanks to our Western United Dairies business sponsors, G.A.R. Bennett, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Yosemite Farm Credit, F&R Ag Services, Farm Credit Alliance. We are so grateful to our sponsors and encourage listeners to support them whenever possible. If you'd like more information about business sponsorships or you'd like to sponsor this podcast, please send an email to info at wooddairies.com. That's I-N-F-O at W-U-D-A-I-R-I-E-S dot com.